Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Jake and Keen of Godlawn. How are you, lads? Hello. Good? Very good. good. Happy. Cheers, boys. Cheers. No hassle. It's unexpectedly it's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually way nicer than you think it'd be. <sighs> Very nice. So, lads, what's the crack? The last time you were on, would you believe, was in 2019. Oh yeah, that's a long time ago. Fresh off the leaving certain. Was that yeah. was that probably it? Yeah, it's the twenty fourth uh, episode of the podcast. Yeah, me and me, Sean and Dylan would have been just done our leaving cert then. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, you can kind of no longer go by the young. Yeah, no, the kids no. Anymore we have now, to start like, making proper yeah. proper tunes now. Like <laughs> no, we're, we're big boys now. Yeah. Things will be expected of you. Like, yeah. oh, you know. <laughs> so what's the crack now? Are you all in? Um, Cork or where are you? I mean, is college over for some of you? Uh, I'm finished college now. I just did four years in the school of music. Wow, four and, years uh, done and dusted. Yeah, it was Shit. it was nice. You know, it's a nice building. Like, but yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm still doing what I was doing like four years ago. Okay, like, <laughs> chilling around working in a bar. But right, it's nice. It's, it's nice. nice yeah. to be done. You right? know more about tunes then. Yeah, yeah, I know a bit more yeah. about tunes. Me now. and me and Dylan. Me, Dylan, and Sean are in third year. We're like, I'm in the school of music doing pop, like popular music, same as Keen. Right. Uh, Dylan is doing the classical degree uh, in classical piano, and Sean is in Edinburgh doing mechanical engineering. So. Big brain stuff. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, Sean is doing mental brain stuff. He's very, too too smart, <laughs> too too smart for his He's own good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dangerous mind. So, are you all of you back in Cork now? Uh, back for the summer, the summer yeah. now, yeah, and then All Sean is going to yeah. go back to Edinburgh. But um, it's very nice. He still has the apartment over there, so we might be visiting him and stuff. Okay, I'll be gassed. So that's class then. So the fact that you're all around, what's what's your plans then for the next month or two? Are you just going to be jamming, or do you, you, uh, you? I know you have a gig coming up. We have we have we have two gigs in June now. We have the one on the ninth. Oh yeah, which that's is vexed. the vexed. Is yeah, that that's. E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> face reveal. Face reveal. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's um, yeah, that was the thing that like we're all kind of organising now. But um, yeah, the first one of that is in Fred's on the ninth, and then um, that's with Massey, is it? Massey, yeah, and a DJ called uh, Ladrine. He's class. He is class. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. It's like a big blend of different things because the the idea was like no one would be really, no one's really dancing at gigs anymore which is kind of a weird thing like you know when you think about, oh yeah I'll go to a gig where they're playing music and yeah. like no one is a dancing so we're like trying to and obviously we're it's quite into our problem yeah, yeah yeah we're quite into our dance music so we're like oh we should do our bits have some like indie lads like Mossy as well and then have like a DJ also doing stuff so yeah. hopefully it'll bring like some like scenes together and make make people dance so that's that one on the ninth. So that's up in Fred's yeah in Fred's okay. and then after that we have is it 23rd 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 in Ennis um, we're playing in the Glore Theatre which is class oh my god that's, yeah. that's a beautiful building I yeah. Like, yeah I think so, I was there 10 years ago for like a school play thing or something yeah it's um, massive my wife's sister was the manager of Glore for ages oh, class. so we got yeah, a tour yeah. of the building and everything yeah, it was a beautiful building just yeah it looks cool it's so, huge yeah, yeah, yeah we're playing there with uh, Black Pope they're called um, they're doing from? like an Irish tour so it's good there. I think they're based in Berlin. So oh, I think right, they're okay. from Cork originally, though. No way. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Okay. But um, no, that'd be a laugh. Now. I've never played a theatre or anything. 
Yeah, and yeah, it'll be one of the biggest, <laughs> biggest yeah. gigs we did, like biggest venue. So. Oh, and then our tangent. Yeah, 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 that'll be very good crack. That's we're some going. lineup, Jesus Christ. We're gonna go over for the three days and you have it, to. Is You'd I'd have say. to. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Immerse yourself in that. Oh, it's gonna be rough. We just kind of go over then of a few of the gigs that you have done. You did um, the English tour there. There was five nights, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that was that yeah. was great crack. Um, what was the particular highlights out of the, of all those nights? I know you played Nottingham before, and you mm. went back to the same venue. How did you find that the second time round? Was did you meet heads that were there the first time? I yeah, think a few. probably the best English gig we've done. No, okay. was, yeah, uh, one of the best gigs we've ever done. Not Nottingham is brilliant um, last city like but uh that that venue the chameleon i think it's my my favorite venue we we've played just because the sound in there is class like when you go into the room it's like a black it, box it's like, yeah it's just a big black box but all of the, the pa in there is like stuff that your man has clearly just found over the years and collected okay. and it's like a huge sound system and it sounds just like so good fits the room perfectly right and um and what's the capacity of that place like? i don't know it's 120 okay. i'd say around there push. yeah yeah uh but the last the two gigs we did there thanks to marty from the mm-hmm. also have been like they've been rammed and sure oh, they okay. played the last one because it was the launch of their uh ep or oh. al- album ep well yeah, I don't, yeah, album yeah, yeah. It's class as well yeah, it is a class album did, and um, you've played the dev as well lads come on i love yeah. that guy that's that's legendary spot, like. that guy's so good like they gave us like a rake of free drink at that as well did they really yeah? Friend, yeah they were so sound they're um like, wow oh they're like the nicest people ever um up, and uh, uh sheffield jesus what a scene in sheffield it's there. great yeah did you meet any heads there there had to be in, uh some interesting conversations with oh, bands, there, oh band yeah it was, uh, showed up for you, it yeah. was paddy's day when we were over there as well no way. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we were we were shots. getting very stereotypical over there to, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah um we all had like i've like three ireland jerseys that's right those, i saw some all, of the pictures yeah we all wore the jerseys and we went to the pub afterwards with the lads we were playing the gig with and okay I had a number of points. Yeah, it's Ireland at people. Oh, uh, okay. Kept telling people. It was well, sure, it's bad. Is there? So that's yeah. They're allowed to do that. Right? Kept going on that it was Ireland's birthday, and like they started <laughs> believing us because we said it so many times. But um, Sheffield was great. I, I'm a big fan of Sheffield. Lovely, lovely city and really nice scene. People yeah. are very nice there as well. Yeah, it, there's expect, a massive like. um, independent scene there. Mm. Uh, a lot of class venues yeah. as well. Did you see the Doom documentary about Sheffield? No, no. Oh, yeah, check that out. It's on um, YouTube. It's class, yeah, uh, yeah. Doom. It's just, it might be Days of Doom. I could be wrong, but yeah. it's based in Sheffield and it's just about all the different heads in the scene. Yeah, they have class stuff. Like, they class bands like you know Human League and stuff but apart from that like you know, they have <laughs> is that where they're from yeah. Human League yeah and um, Soft Seller from there's a and uh, Jake there's, fucking there's, telling me was, <laughs> uh, oh, there's loads just, of other that's in there Arctic Monkeys like. Arctic Monkeys oh, are from Arctic there Arctic Monkeys yeah, yeah yeah class big and, big scene and Brighton I don't no, know I love too much Brighton. about Brighton Brighton's gorgeous like is we, it? Uh, we had a mad one we had to we did a session that isn't released yet Oh yeah, um, that's a big one. Yeah, we did like a recording session thing down there, but it was at ten in the morning, and we were in Nottingham the night before, <laughs> so we had to get a bus from Nottingham to London at five in the morning, and then get a train from London to Brighton, and we hadn't like slept. That's a, that's a very good yeah, days. that's a very good story actually because yeah. the, the tour, on, yeah. the first English tour we did, which was last November, I think yeah yeah the this like the one after COVID and everything. That one was like good, but it was like, you know, we were a bit rough. 
this time then we were like we're going to be a bit more luxurious or we're going to stay in more travel lodges <laughs> and not on you, people's floors yeah and yeah. not on people's floors because you get a bit you know you get better sleep like but it was going really well London travel lodge brilliant Sheffield travel lodge Beautiful oh travel Leeds lodge. we had two separate rooms for for us oh so comfortable Beautiful. then in uh, after Leeds we played in Nottingham it was a great gig and we were well rested and then um, that night like where we were staying is like in um guy we know's house uh which is it's a bit outside of like the city so we'd have to travel there and by the time the like gig ended it was quite late so we were like might as well stay here the bus is in like three or four hours like so we got we went eventually went to your man's house and then we were just lying on the sofas and then we had, then we started was just their drink involved not with the stage no not oh, really no, we no. were just kind of like i don't know exhaustion yeah we exhaustion. we got we got really tired and really weird very fast and we were on like the there's like sofas we were all in the front room we were all like half asleep in them and we had like a big like deep meaningful conversation with each other then we started going on about dreams and we were going on about um sleep paralysis we were going on about sleep paralysis yeah. and stuff and then we were going on about uh the man that i i christened the man and concept. he's a big he's a big fella the concept of the man you'd be having like a nice dream and then like the man shows up and it gets scary then this this is related to because then we got went out of nottingham with no sleep and we were waiting for the bus at five in the morning in nottingham and there was like people around and we were all just like the man! <laughs> to each other and people were staring at us <laughs> and we got into brighton record that session and we were still like had no sleep like our massive bags we're all just going the man <laughs> the gig we played he was a big team in that gig as well yeah we looked, we looked insane it's probably the like the roughest we've ever played a gig really yeah like, hadn't slept or showered yeah gig but was like, class, like, the, 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 the concept of the man did you all figure out that this man in your dreams you all had some experience of it and yeah. then that you were all just going like holy a, shit yeah, like yeah. as long it's as like we all known each other there was suddenly this thing yeah, he's the man he's the man like yeah. it's like a collective thing that you yeah. never really think about until someone says it and you're like shit I know the man yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd never really man. have a conversation unless you're like you know into your dreams and stuff which yeah. we're, we're not obviously we'd never talk to each other about our feelings yeah, and yeah. stuff but then you know <laughs> this this sleep the no sleep kicked in and we were like do you ever think about the man like and then uh we got a bit scared then, like you couldn't go to the toilet by yourself. Actually, it was actually, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd been up for a while, I was actually got a bit scared. Your man's house was huge, as yeah. Well. Okay, so I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking behind myself, like in the jacks. Like, ah, oh, that's fucking brilliant. Setless for those five gigs. Mm. How did you decide the songs? Um, I think everything we've been playing since post lockdown is all new stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, we started writing the, like, the next release that we have coming out in. Some of those songs are years old, like two or three years, and then yeah. the rest of them were yeah. written in the middle of the lockdown yeah. when we could like meet up again and go okay. and practice. I think it's all new stuff. I don't think there's anything. Well, we play, we do play Mad Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. A few times, yeah, yeah, we played, yeah. we played Mad Thing a good bit. Okay, uh, we but a lot of it is new, um, just because we were like, this is more so the direction we want to go down. I suppose it's understandable. Like as when, well. especially because when we would be away, like we'd be like, oh, this is a new audience and it's their first time seeing us. What? It's the best thing we want them mm -hmm. to see and it's kind of the new stuff we are writing obviously yeah. we we love our older stuff but this is it's new like yeah. so you want to play it like and, and how many how many songs did you bring with you for those uh, gigs six or seven i think like okay. our songs are yeah they're very long like yeah yeah i see yeah five or six like so it'd be like an hour but with five or six songs okay. um 
And also just us being stupid and dancing around the place in between oh, stuff yeah, and yeah. doing big feedback. Okay, things, so, so there's a bit of improv yeah. as well. What? what song ended up with Oh Roche de Vaha Oh, was that, no, 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 it was Rattling rat Bog. A Rattling Bog, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus what song Christ. Was that? that was, um, was that Paddy's Day? Kung Fu Treachery, yeah, yeah. In, <laughs> there's, there's usually a sample of Black Dynamite yeah, yeah. from the movie. And we were like, oh, it's Paddy's Day, we should do something weird now. So we did, Jake is really good at doing the rattling bog. Oh, I am very so good at doing the rattling bog, yeah. but in that video, I made an awful bollocks of it because <laughs> I repeated the same thing about three times. Yeah. Um, I was sweating, the pressure was on like that. Um, I don't think anybody would have bulged on Yeah, I know, I don't <laughs> think they, 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 they couldn't understand us anyway. So like, we just looked mental, but... Oh, we did we did proper like stereotype stuff that day. But uh, yeah, we rattling you know bog. Like, so funny. Like. So... Do you find that your writing styles have changed much before and after COVID? Uh, I'd say big time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, In that way. I, like, I think we're always a band that's like been changing since we started because obviously we started like good good while ago now and we are still like learning music, really. Yeah. We're always learning music, but like still really n- new to it when we started. So what we were doing at the start... And what we're doing now is is very different, but it's a bit the same, but it's, a bit, it's quite different. And the way we'd be writing stuff as well is mm. different. Like we go out in a different way. Um, at the start, it was just like having big jams and then picking little riffs out of it. Were you recording um, those jams? Yeah. Yeah, from from like years yeah. back. Um, and then just picking out little bits. And the way we've always written is like, have well it's started just having a jam picking out riffs and then being like this is good and then when we started doing more gigs and stuff i think around the time of the the self-titled ep yeah the songs on that were written with like uh showing our influences a lot more not like oh we're going to be like a, a post black metal band now because we were like oh we listen to way more than that why are we just limiting ourselves yeah. to one genre um, then we got a bit mad about that kind of crack and we were just like I really like this one little bit of this song yeah. let's put that somewhere and change it and then let's get this other thing and keep melding so, stuff together like and who's feeding into that all of you or just it's maybe true for it's you? mostly me or Kean okay. would start with like wouldn't it be funny if we did this kind of idea mm. and then like the rest of them will go yeah sure that would be very funny <laughs> and then they'll do it as well um, and it, it always like it's worked very well yeah, um, yeah. now when we're writing songs because of because of COVID uh, a lot of the stuff on the new album and newer like ideas were because we're kind of jamming out stuff from another thing now um, it's because uh, of like lockdown we'd had to adapt to not being able to play in the room yeah. together which obviously we've been doing since we were like 13 or 14 mm. we've always like weekly practice so um we had to do a lot more things um on computers and record it beforehand mm. and obviously we're all big into electronic music so we had experience but like right now we started i started like making sequences on synthesizers and then trying to play them on guitar and okay. it sounded a lot more like dancey which is the route we're going there, and like a lot more electronic and stuff yeah. so we're jamming out some of the ideas that we had before lockdown and there and like were you able to well, call like, over keen to listen to those or, or were you just meeting up in college no, we're what, kinda, like, i think obviously. we didn't i think it started lockdown we didn't see each other for like six months or something fuck like, off yeah. really yeah, yeah, yeah even yeah. even though keen's just up in far yeah, really like you kind of really obeyed the rules no we went for it in fairness except we had to post a few t-shirts like but 
Yeah, um, up in town, then it'd be nice. But we never kind of sat down each other's houses and did tunes. Like that's mu- that yeah. must be crazy for a band that has just always been together like a gang, mm. you could say, like yeah. and feeding off each other's buzzes in re- in the rehearsal. Yeah, it was it was weird. Like, you know, so are all the new songs then the fruit of that kind of isolation COVID period, or they um, were uh, they developed past? They're kind the of half and half. Like I think that like um, a lot of the songs on. The next thing we bring out, uh-huh. uh, which would be later in the year, it have been things that we wrote before COVID. Okay. Um, and then because of COVID, when because with COVID and everything, like you're kind of locked in yourself and you're thinking about like mm. little little bits. For me, anyway, like thinking about tiny bits of music and what way you could do it, and it gave us time to really think like what kind of where do we want to be presented when we come back and what kind of an okay. impact do we want to make so right. gave us time and then we when we were able to meet up again up in like uh, Richie's and Dublin Hill or whatever um, we changed a good bit of the songs yeah. but the idea is we're still there from like gigs that we'd done before Covid okay. but yeah. then we were able to change it because we were listening to like new stuff over yeah. Covid it gave us time to listen and regroup yeah. and what was that like for you Keen? you know the whole experience of just being away from the lads and then coming back and suddenly trying to sort through because I, I I think everybody has this um, idea about God alone that you probably have fucking two or three hundred fucking songs ah, just yeah, like uh, backed up and yeah you we, know we've um, after this after the next thing we release we have a whole other album of course you do yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like uh, the I think there's like 20 <laughs> different songs things made for it now so we just have to go through and pick the ones mm-hmm. that are best and it could even like not be a full song it could be literally 30 seconds of a full thing that I made in Ableton or something and we'll go that'd be cool to put in for 30 seconds into this other song because that's the way we write we just kind of when we're writing it's kind of like remixing loads of influences we have big jigsaw big jigsaw puzzle okay yeah you strike me also as a band that I'd say play any type of metal uh, any genre of metal like and make an album out of it so like how do you decide what direction you're going to go is it dictated by the songs or is it just dictated by how you feel yourselves with the way you want God alone to move? I know you're always going to go on, it has to be dancey and stuff. Mm. Like, but like you could do, you could do a fucking black metal album, you could yeah. do a doom metal. Uh, like, like, so uh, how do you get that right balance? I think like the stuff we've been writing, especially since the last EP and like the next re-release or the next re-release we do now is like, we get really obsessed with one band or one idea for like a week uh-huh. and then write a song in that style and then move on to something okay. else. Yeah. Like genres are handy because you can break things down. Like when we're writing songs, it kind of changes genre a lot and it's it's does, handy yeah. to go, oh, we'll take it from like the disco bit and then we'll go into the black metal bit afterwards. Yeah. Um, so there's always that. Yeah, it's handy for that. But I think that like it's all the same notes really in music so there's no point just, just distortion or not it's, there's no point focusing on one genre I think for any band if you're listening to other things you might as well mix it up to make it Absolutely. more unique yeah, yeah. Um, the, the dancey thing with us as well started as like um, for me anyway because we're kind of like hyper people normally and we'd like want to move on mm. from things very quickly um, yeah. but and a lot of like you know like do metal or black metal is very focused and repetitive and, and some of it can be slow I mean, like, this is really cool but um, I want to run around the place and like yep. jump up and down and obviously like dance music is a very physical kind of music mm. so we were like oh let's put more of that in so I can shake my arse yeah, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then it just got more and more it's like oh no I can't, it's not shaking enough yeah. we need more yeah. pounding dance grooves yes. so 
So like Keen, can mm-hmm. you describe the evolution of a typical God Alone song? Then? Um, usually starts with like a big drone. Like, yeah, it's okay. very easy to start the song with nice, <laughs> nice, uh, lovely calming drone. And yeah. There's like we might do like a four to the floor thing with like an offbeat hi hat drums, mm-hmm. and there might be a bit of screaming for a bit, and then it might get a bit sad for a while, but it always comes around in the end. Then right, probably a big wall of noise at the end of it. Then, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's a nice old formula. Like but, yeah, <laughs> but um, no, the album or sorry, the next thing we release is like, it's not like. The kind of emphasis is on dancing, I suppose, but there's a lot of depressing stuff in it as well. So, like, it's all, mm. it's almost like life, like, you know, sometimes yeah. you're... And does it actually follow a concept? Um, no, well, I, it it does, it does and it doesn't. We, okay. We're kind of following the concept at the moment of, like, uh, nothing as a concept okay. it's like That's Seinfeld so Seinfeld music like it's, just, Seinfeld, it's an man. album about nothing like but uh, <laughs> like the way we'd write lyrics is just rip like taking like little words like finding words in a dictionary and going I like that one and then just jumbling up a selection of words until they make sense and then fit with the rhythm and William S. Burroughs yeah it's, <laughs> it's a big dad uh, thing but we're like oh that's cool because um if you actually wrote proper lyrics and showed it to like lads you've been friends with all your life, they'd be like, "What are you on about there? Like, what are you on about, you fool?" Yeah, but like, like, you know, it's it's cooler to just have like really cryptic things, and then people can go, "Oh, he's on about a monkey or something." Yeah, there, yeah, you know? yeah. They can um, tie their own yeah. ideas into it. Let's talk about the lockdown volume one, so it doesn't get any fucking stranger. <laughs> go on, see if you can remember the title of it. Oh no, I can't. Ah no, we can't. Come on, the fuck. That that. That title is um, there's a website that makes <laughs> random wine reviews. That oh, that's the songs on it. That's right. all the songs in it. Right. Uh, I think I think Sean came up with the title of the EP. We're like Sean, what's a big long? Sentence? No, it's it's another way. It's a, a intellectual phrase. Oh, generator. intellectual phrase generator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember the name. It's the very... blindness of relativity is upon closer examination almost idyllic in its polymorphism. Yeah. I think it, it kind of like it makes sense in a way yeah it's kind of a nice metaphor for us it's like oh, that, that looks, <laughs> yeah. you're listening and you're like well that's that kind of sounds like like a bit like smart and then you read into it and you're like that actually means nothing yeah are, yeah. what are they on about that's kind of what we're yeah we're like so the, like the song titles are hilarious but like the music itself then um, is quite serious but again there's huge scope to play around with it in the listeners ears anyway because I mean I was I was thinking like first song which I'm gonna play that is pure detective noir. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, and beautiful saxophone. I mean like Harry Bosch, <laughs> oh, you know that kind very of thing. Much. <laughs> I was, and I was delighted. I'm going, man, I could play this to the wife, and she just go, what movie is that off? You know? <laughs> and I'm going, it's fucking God alone. Like, you know, so Jesus. so while the titles are hilarious, like what was the actual feedback in I relation was, to? I was very surprised people listened to, to it. The fans. You yeah. were, yeah, yeah. I was, Did you just, just, was it just a throwaway release? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like um, it, it was kind of just something like fun to do in in lockdown. Like it started as because I'd I'd be putting kind of um, electronic things I make in my house or ambient stuff up on Bandcamp. Yeah, and I I had like a saxophone riff. I don't play a saxophone, but I can okay. play it well enough to do what I want to do on it. Not really, but um, 
I had that. I was able to play that, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I might get, I might record that, and then get Jack to play like some jazz drums on it. And I was like, sure, I can just get the rest of the lads to do it as well. Yeah. And then we all joined in, and uh, Dylan did a mad piano. Yeah, he did. Dylan yeah. yeah. really shone at that. Yeah. Uh, it was cool, like, to, because obviously, like, a lot of it is kind of like free jazz and inspired and stuff to be able to record things that sound improvised but just tr- like email it to other people it was like a big email jam of just <laughs> i wrote this thing now you're going to play over it and send it back to me whatever you do first oh, so, time. The, so the whole thing was done without G meeting up yeah, yeah so the whole thing was done without us meeting up and yeah. you miss mixed the jake yeah you I, master game yeah yeah, yeah. wow uh, just how the, was that like uh, it was good fun. It was a nice project. Like it kept us going for. I think we were recording it over about three or four weeks or something. Yeah. And um, no, it was just nice to keep going. Like something completely abstract. Like we'll never play any of that live because yeah. we can't uh, remember anything. Yeah, because I mean, Evan would be shouting up, <laughs> saying <laughs> that in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's ca- like it's cool, and it's something that like we wanted to do. That kind of like to. Uh, instead of doing the like big energetic stuff, which obviously we push a lot to kind of do stuff that's from the other end of what we listen to like talk yeah. talk and stuff um that kind of thing or like brian eno or something and uh yeah, yeah talk, it was, talk it was interesting class, actually yeah, yeah mm-hmm. big big talk talk fans we just yeah. listen to loads of talk talk and it's like oh, i'd love to make something new like that yeah and then uh then we did and uh it's not as good as talk talk but it's all right like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course then the concept of the ball Oh yeah. Does time yeah. itself manifest itself as the horizon of the ball? That's can I be answer that question? <laughs> That's a Sean Thompson question on <laughs> Sean, Sean Thompson said that, I swear to God. That it I dunno how I think it might be from some other some other philosopher as if Sean is a philosopher. The way I thought about it was was it was one of you had to submit this what would you call the thing that you submit into oh, college? Like a thesis. A thesis, like, yeah, 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 yeah. On football. I'd I'd love that. I'd and I'm get, thinking, uh, Jesus Christ, the lads love the fucking soccer anyway. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. now they have this concept of the ball. Yeah. And I started reading it and there's a Lionel Messi quote at the start of it as well. I mean, who organized <laughs> all that? Like that it's, was Sean. Was yeah, it? Was it's Sean. um <laughs> Yeah, it, I think it is like a a thing from some philosopher and it's Sean Kirk, Kirkegaard or something. Yeah, and, and Sean just, took it and just uh he replaced where he says I think he, where is, it said he, the self, he replaced with like Lionel Messi. Or, or no, no, the no. soul. He replaced the soul with football or the ball. Yeah, or the ball. And then he did it. And then it actually started to make sense. Uh, the, the Lionel Messi quote at the start is actually by Frederick Nietzsche. It's not by, <laughs> it's not by Messi. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. when you read the thing, like it actually kind of sounds it, like a Eric Cantona rant. It does actually, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I didn't believe it as well, but I just thought it was hilarious. I love lies to one So we're going to play... <laughs> The opening track, a Melfius rose bouquet and unheard of citrus midtones are merged in the 2010 Similan from Shams de Beaujolais. That works. <laughs> so I'm going to play it there. Thank you. 
Okay, we're back, and I'm not going to repeat the the title track again. What can you tell us about the new release, lads? How many songs on it, maybe? Are we going to see it this side of summer? What can he reveal? You keep going, yeah. oh, we've got really exciting news, we've got yeah, really yeah. exciting news. Love I'm not expecting an exclusive on the Metal Cell podcast, but um, what I can soon. offer you is... The fact that when it is ready, send an advance copy to me and we'll do a review. Pat, through oh, the Smash right. and Skull sessions, he writes for the Metal Cell. So that's one thing I can offer you. But you have to kind of give give us some <laughs> idea of, yeah, yeah. of where you're going with it. Or. Um, yeah, so um, we have an album. Right. Um, that we, re- <laughs> we recorded it with um, our friend... Uh, Chris Hockey. Okay, uh, you went man. back to Chris. Yeah, yeah cool. Chris. Okay, that's one interesting um, point. Yeah, Chris. Chris is a great man because uh, he did that Arc Tangent video for us. Yes. Um, and uh, oh, he's brilliant. He makes brilliant tunes. Um, he's really sound. I'm in about ten bands with him apart from God alone now with like yeah. staff party and we do some session stuff. But uh, he's way beyond his years in mixing and recording. So big fan of Chris and uh, he. He recorded and mixed this one for us, and we like we produced it with him as well. Um, obviously because we're big into our production. But there's how many songs on it? Six, six, six yeah. songs on it. Um, they're all quite long, except okay. for two singles that we'll be bringing out, right. which are quite short. I okay, think we've played every song from the album except live, for one. Except for one. Okay, That's the longest. Right. It was one of them kung fu. Kung Fu Treachery Kung is Fu one of the songs. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, that's um, a great song, actually. I, I oh, was listening to that on oh. Arc Tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, playing brilliant. that for years now yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, the song <laughs> is three years old, I'd say. And it's always gone down well, so we're like, oh, we need to make the recording of it like the best recording yeah. possible, which um, I think it turned out really turned well. Out very cool, yeah. So, so six songs. Is there going to be a vinyl CD? Yes. Yep. Oh, cool. The first okay. vinyl we've done. Yes, nice. That's great news. And who's mastering it? Uh, uh, Jamie Gomez who did the last EP as well oh, he's good choice a, a yeah, yeah. and oh, Teeth Glor and Injury and so. he's great man uh, always so reliable he's really nice as well he's right. so, um, so yeah there's can we expect we maybe a single in the summertime Def- definitely yeah yes, you can yeah, yeah obviously okay. <laughs> I can say yes you can expect the whole thing will be out this year yeah definitely. fantastic yeah. News. including okay. singles and videos and Bonus content, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> studio documentary. There's not a studio documentary. Yeah, it should yeah, be. Yeah, there yeah, might yeah, be a studio documentary. Yeah. So the <laughs> d- you, did you record the whole thing in Cork? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all done in the School of Music. It was really yeah. handy. It like is we, great, yeah, and it served you well in the past. So why why change that? Mm, we we I think we we started it in like November 2020. Okay, and it went on for ages because the School of Music was closed over lockdown yeah. for like a few months. So it took a lot longer than it should have, but really happy how it turned out in the end. Yeah, this yeah. Was, I was, I'm asking you about in, in relation to, are you excited for it? Um, very, very excited yeah. for it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's like the most, uh, the most confident it's the recording. the best thing you've ever done. Big thing. So go on. Yeah, I think it's like the most, the most confident about a, a release. Like I, because like every other time we've released something, there'd always be something in the back of my head going oh, but we could be doing this yeah. with it now because we write so many songs mm-hmm. soon after. But this, I'm like, nah, this can this can be out and it can hold its own for a little while before right. we have to record something else. Okay. Um, and I, I'm very, very happy with it. Mm. Man, that's great. Great news. In relation to the run-up 
to maybe the recording of the album was there any particular bands or influences that were really kind of pushing the vibe of the oh, actual yeah. album yeah can you name a few lots of uh, the, the main ones I suppose would be Falls mm-hmm. uh, Falls okay. is first album always, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. their, their first album is my favourite album I think okay. um, just in terms of like the fusion and the songwriting on it of like math rock and dance punk brilliant loads of dance punk as well lots of uh like LCD sound system. Oh, class. Uh, yeah, yeah, big LCD sound system. Lad. And uh, MGMT. Ba- and oh, MGMT, yeah. yeah all yeah, those boys. Because that would have been kind of the stuff that was out when we were like young kids. Yeah. So it always sticks around in your head that like whatever <laughs> yeah, you listen yeah, to yeah, when you were yeah. a child is going to come out. Um, yeah. And a lot of battles as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Battles is a big influence on it. They'd be kind of all the the outside influences. And then there's still a lot of still a lot of metal on it there's one song the the really long one that has a a bit of like a car bomb and mishuga wow. kind of thing at the end right. so we got a bit periphery with you got a bit you got a bit genty <laughs> with with it and then um as you can oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we got quite genty then there's other ones that are kind of like um psychedelic inspired like the what there's one song that's it's kind of like um altered hoursy and also like kind of Kraut Rocky as well like right. it's there's a lot there's kind of a can influence there's there's loads we have yeah, a big yeah, massive yeah. playlist of course they do yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, I'm happy with all the influences and how they inf- I didn't <laughs> feel cheated by any of the stuff I listen to so that's good she's just mad now you said the battles a lot of them bands I was listening to as well a good few years ago and mm. um, you know some of them don't seem relevant anymore but like you can't not knock the influence they've had on like yeah so many bands that are coming through now it's not it's nice to see that i kind of always think as well of turnstiles another band that i would never have came across only only for evan mm. and seeing them over in london was just incredible the way they've gone yeah you know you can see that their influences were, was a huge wide range and they've just condensed it into something that they've now just literally taken off which you mm. know so yeah. maybe something like that which he would be really interesting to see Talk to me about uh, side projects. How many side projects are you involved with each? Do I have to get a calculator? Um, <laughs> so you're you're still with Red Sun Alert, King, yeah, for example. Yeah. I, we'll I start with, with that. I play with like three bands that do actual gigs. So okay, like, so who are they? Uh, God Lone, Red Sun Alert, and Daz Gak. Oh yeah, then, D- tell me about them. Oh, that's, it's very good crack. I don't write any of the music, so I get okay. to say that it's very good. Like, yeah, the two lads write everything. <laughs> I think they're brilliant. Which I have any of the added stress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, just, I rock up. They teach me the songs. Right. I have a great time. I think they write class stuff. It's like math rock without being too into itself. Like it's still really catchy. And it's really really hard as and well. Shout out the members. Oh, it's uh, Phil Purcell and Jackson Weed. I work with Jackson as well, which is really nice. So I okay. see him every day, and he's right. very sound. They're both the best lads. They're very easy to hang around with, and just I like the way they think about music. Like yeah. you know, and of course your own cultivates. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's release the, that made it on the Metal Self Forum as well. It was class. That kind of died right. a death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it might come back. Like yeah, I kind but of I wouldn't say died a death, man. It was like again <laughs> another creative output for you, man, and, uh, and it was well received. Yeah, well received in the scene. People listen to it because like I just I get hyper fixated on one genre for about two weeks. Okay. And if I'm lucky, I might get an EP out of it that okay. I just make myself where I play everything. Jake played sax and that as well. That's too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've, I've like 10 other side projects that hopefully will see the light of day, but more than likely won't. 
right. we'll see how they go with like. And how was the experience of recording it, releasing it um, for you? Like, did you feel as a solo project, was it hard to get it out there? Um, especially um, the fact that you were responsible for everything, like social media, the whole lot. Like the kind of stuff I do with the lads is, um, like, you'd feel it's a lot more real to me. Whereas, okay. like, I'll, I'll record an EP in my house and I'll just put it up on Facebook and I won't bother posting about it ever again. Yeah. Just, like, it's more for people to listen to it and go, ah, I didn't think he could do that. And okay. Then, like, I'll bring out some weird stuff eventually, like some really weird shit that you wouldn't expect. And yeah. Like, I don't need to put any effort behind it. It's just, it's on Facebook, here you go, you can listen to it if you want. Okay, that's it's not really real to me, almost in a way. Like, but mm. very fun though. Like, liberating to just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, Jake, um, same as Keen. Quite a lot of side project. Like God alone, like probably my main thing. And then uh, the other band that I'm in would be Staff Party, which is a new enough band, which is kind of indie slash dance punk I'm thing. Kind of like Arctic Monkeys kind of stuff. Okay. Um. So yeah, Chris Hockey that recorded, he plays bass in it as well. Right. And Jack plays drums. Okay. Um, so that'd be the other band band that I'm in. And then um, I'm in a band with Jack's dad, Christy, from Crow Black Chicken as well. Um, shout out to Crow Black Chicken. Yeah, yeah shout out to Crow Black Chicken. Yeah, I play bass in that. And then other stuff I What's do What's the name is, of that band? Oh, uh, Birds Aren't Real is, Birds is the aren't name. Real. The current name, I think, that we're going by. But uh, <laughs> that could change. It's always changing. But... Uh, it's mostly just going as Christy O'Hanlon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then other stuff I do, it'd be like a lot of sessiony stuff. Because mm. over lockdown, well, after lockdown, I was asked to do kind of a lot of session stuff. I do guitar with Chris and Jack again for a singer called Lloyd John, uh, who he's in my course and it's pop stuff. Um, did some guitar for my friend Donald Lucy as well. It's just a good bit, good bit of stuff going on. And then like I'd make stupid stuff in my house the same as key and like i wake like weird ambient stuff keep me keep me yeah. going yeah that's but right. it's just another bit of expression but yeah i i have those bands and those how the fuck do you remember everything like have you ever been cut out literally on stage where you're going <laughs> oh fuck uh, i'm after losing a riff here or, <laughs> I, was, I was on a different yeah, train yeah. of thought like no uh, it's, i don't think i've like any capacity to think about anything other than remembering songs like wow just like that's all I that's an incredible uh, thing to have but, uh, man because i mean especially with the amount of stuff that both of you write mm-hmm. and put down on record um i just thought there would have been occasions there where you're just looking going fucking brain fart can't yeah, remember but there's definitely songs that we couldn't play anymore though like if we just tried to do them off the bat like off the earlier stuff off the earlier stuff yeah, yeah. but is, oh, we, we probably struggled through it and yeah. make it and make it into a fun job i don't think we've ever been cut out for god alone like missing a missing a section or something which is cool yeah for other bands i've been and like other gigs and stuff obviously like you wouldn't have as much rehearsal or written it yourself and there yeah. could be quite a lot of sections and i'd be like oh shit What's going to happen next? <laughs> it's like you've been framed, like. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've got through it, like. Yeah. Good improvising. <laughs> and this is why I bring all that up is because you then released a remix of the your self-titled mm. album, which turned out really well. It was really you know? that. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you just randomly choose people that you, you looked up to? Um, or was or how did the process go like i think the, we'd met every one of the lads who remixed it except okay. for maybe one or two and like we might have done gigs with them or just played football with them or been friends okay like met them at gigs and stuff we, i just think they're class like and uh, they're all in the cork scene uh, music scene or there's a few from dublin or 
think it's just Dublin. Cork and Dublin, yeah, yeah. I think they're from. But um, no, I was really happy how that turned out. Like we'll, we're definitely going to keep going down that route where the next up we were. Yeah. Is, is definitely going to be remixes by like it's great man I, I love that that's that was done all through the 90s and mm, you know yeah. bands just were, were just throwing it out to fate no more for example you know yeah. they, they'd always bang out an album and then throw out remixes you know yeah they're they're cool to have because it's apart from like going oh that's what that guy would have done with it it also like gives you like more stuff to listen to because if you're like writing the stuff you're after hearing it a million yeah, times course, and you're yeah. like ah oh. because I'd actually listen to the, the remixes that were written I, you know I, our stuff I'd be kind of cringing at it sometimes but like you know with the remixes it's brilliant because someone else did it yeah but uh, yeah they're cool we were really happy how they all turned out so. mm. and would you know how much people interacted with those songs through downloads or Spotify or oh yeah mm. the, uh, the one Doubt did for us the first one the one of Feeling on Tick um the hard drum one was uh that was got got up a lot by a lot of DJs. Um wow. like there was a period on Bandcamp there where like every few days there'd be like a few few sales of it. Um so that was played in the club quite a bit, <laughs> I pres- I presume. But uh, which is cool. It's great remix and yeah, doubts it great yeah. man. So yeah. it came out well. The last thing I'm gonna talk about now I met you at the Metal Market. Oh yeah. Yeah it shout is. out to Evan for organising that. Oh, How do you think that went? great that was um that was brilliant thing to have and i hope there's more of them i think there is yeah just be like um apart from like excuse me it was nice you know being nice to sell a bit of the stuff that like you know you'd have left over or whatever and like you know give people more of an opportunity to get it because a lot of time at gigs like you're kind of running up to the verse and you're all sweaty and they're like can i buy a t-shirt and you're like no go away yeah yeah i don't want to sell you but um yeah there was it was good and it was also nice because you got to see a lot of people like i got to see people that i haven't seen in like three years wow at it that like you know i forgot i was like oh geez i used to see you every week at gigs like for you know, it was great. It brought a lot of people together. It was good crack. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's a great point because ultimately, like, you, you saw probably how hectic it was over in England trying to sell yeah. merch and then mm. trying to talk to people as well. Whereas yeah. with something like this, it's, it's nice chilled out vibe and, yeah. you know, you can move stuff on. Um, your merch is doing really well. Oh, cheers. How do you decide on a particular design? Like yeah. the, was that not the the best selling one the the Miami yeah boys? we we flew I, through those yeah. yeah I think that was that was a good one the Joy the Division Joy. ones we did originally I think were like the the fastest ones we had like we posted it and like I felt like I was like you know fashion designer or something even though it was <laughs> not my design flew out like the minute we did it um mm. which is cool the Miami Voice ones were great as well I am um, they're just stuff that we'd be like that's. That's a bit different rather than having, you know, something kind of spooky on the cover, like the cover of the t-shirt like a lot yeah. of people do. Um, um, I think the next, like, uh, March we do will probably be related to the next release. Yeah. Because we've never really done that. We've never done anything that isn't funny. Yeah. Really. It's <laughs> so. just kind of taking the piss out of bands or brands. or. Yeah, like, of but, course, uh, yeah. The next one will be themed now, which will be kind of different. Yeah. But uh, We'll go back to the like, like you, fashion. Yes. And, fucking managing expectations from people like because I mean you, you, you're definitely the merch line is, is a special thing with God alone and, uh, 
Yeah. I'm hoping that it'll definitely live up to expectations. Yeah, 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 way worse. Like we've yeah. kind of we've kind of gone through all like the big brands now, so we're gonna get really weird with it. Like. Yeah, we have to make our own brand now. You know, we oh. we go back to making the the knockoffs. So you know, they sell them out of the back of a van, kind of fake Gucci's, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's it lads I mean is there anything else you want to say to the people that are watching or listening uh, yeah. thanks for listening to us yeah, yeah. thanks for, thanks for listening coming, <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks for coming to be in a room with us that's really nice and there's big things coming your way big things if coming soon if you there wait, is that, and be yeah, patient actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. come over to our tangent and see us <laughs> yeah Jesus that's the that'll be fantastic yeah um, some lineup as we said right. okay uh, Jake and Keen thanks a million for coming on the Metal thanks Cell so much Podcast for us. Sound nice. thank you yeah. thanks.